Business Matters in association with Letterkenny IT's Faculty of Business. Applications are now open for the highly regarded Masters in Leadership and Innovation in the public sector. Also a Masters in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection in Financial Services. And a Certificate in Online Dispute Management. Visit lyit.ie for more information. I'm Kieran O'Donnell. You're welcome to Business Matters. My guest this week is Fina McBride, founder of the Artie Fox, which produces creative craft boxes for children. A teacher at Ulster National School for 16 years, Fina took a career break in 2020, following the birth of her fourth child to devote more time to her business. Her products were featured on the Lit Lit Toy Show and have received glowing reviews in the Irish Times magazine. I began by asking Fina how the idea of the Artie Fox came about. Um, well, I suppose I've always been kind of looking for the idea that was going to make me rich and get me maybe out of my career. Um, and um, a few years ago, my daughter won a, a hamper um, in the craving at Christmas and it was full, filled with arts and crafts and the girls took so much time out of it. But it was in a basket wrapped in cellophane and I thought it was fantastic, but, but then there was stuff lying all over the house. So I had this idea, oh, what if you had arts and crafts supplies, but they were in a box. So then the box also became the storage box. So that was so a light bulb moment, wasn't it? That was it. I was like, remember this idea for next year. Remember it for next Christmas. And where did the idea go? Did it go away? And did you tuck it away from her? Um, well, then I was um, six months pregnant at that stage with my fourth child. And then that summer, actually around, she was born the 1st of June. And then around July, I remembered it again. And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, we'll try something for Christmas. For Christmas this year. That was 2020. So you've been teaching for 16 years at Ellison National School. Uh, a big change from a regular salaried uh, occupation to becoming self-employed, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I suppose I started off the business while I was on maternity leave. Um, I then took some parental leave. So it's fantastic in the public service. You have that security. You know, I was still getting paid for my summer holidays, things like that. So I, I took a career break this year to concentrate on the RT Fox. Um, so this is the f since September really is when the money stopped coming in. And But, you know, um, I suppose we're lucky that Paul is a teacher too, so he has a regular job and it's not going anywhere. And, um, you know, why not try it? You know, I have I have this thing about teaching. Um, you know, some people are in the same job from when they're 21. I just, some people are in the same school for their whole career. And, you know, some people would like that, but I just think, like, there's other things out there, you know, and, and why not try them? Both your parents, uh, Seamus and Veronica, were teachers as well, and your father set up the Cody Seat uh, Co Shop on Letter Kenny. So the business and teaching has been uh, very much associated with the McAteer family. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, Daddy would always be very supportive of everything. Now, I don't know if he liked teaching. That was his reason for getting out of it. I actually love teaching. Do you miss it? Oh, I do. I, I miss my colleagues hugely. I miss being part of a staff. Um, I have my own three kids here. So, you know, I loved the kids I taught, but I, I'm busy here with kids. Um, but I really miss being part of a team. I th that's probably the biggest thing I miss. So take me back to when you more or less pushed the button and Artie Fox was good to go. 
So originally I thought, um, I spent a while trying to source the boxes. That took me a while. And then I thought, you know, I'll go do Christmas markets, that kind of thing. And then it kind of became around September. It's like there's going to be no Christmas markets. COVID isn't going away. It's coming back this winter. And um, I thought I'm going to have to put this on Facebook or something. So at that stage, I was kind of going, yeah, either go down the hole, getting a logo. Like, do you just go on Facebook and say, PM me if you want a box? Or do you get like a company? So I decided to go that way. Uh, my brother, Brandon, in County Seat, I used his graphic designer. He gave me his graphic designer, Anthony McGlynn. Um, I got a logo made up. I bought a web, bought a web um, page and, or a domain. And um, then they offered me, you know, you can build this website yourself if you want. It's just like 100 euro and it's really easy to build. So I just built a website. Never did anything like that before. And um, yeah, and then I put, I put it up on Facebook, on my, um, on my personal Facebook page with just like a picture of me with a box on a Saturday night. And, you know, I said, the website's open now and I've created these boxes. And I must have had 50 sales that night. And they were from all over the country. Were you surprised? Oh, shocked. Oh, absolutely shocked. Couldn't believe it. I was just like, I was buzzing. Myself and Paul were sitting on the couch. It was like 10 o'clock at night. There was sales coming in from Cork, Dublin, Tipperary. And, and then friends were also buying. Cousins were buying. It was just, oh, it was just amazing. And people, you know, the messages you were getting on Facebook, you know, people wishing you well. It was just such a buzz. But I was also going, how the hell am I going to pack all these boxes? I, I don't even have that many boxes in the house, you know. So what was the strategy from that point on? Strategy. <laughs> strategy is not my uh, strong point, but I, I was just building on that then. And that was um, the 1st of November. So really, I was in a Christmas rush straight away. Um, and I never wanted to go for it with stock. I, was, I, I kept buying enough to sell another 20 boxes. I had these Christmas card boxes that you could make your own cards. And uh, I kept buying stock for 30 more. I think I'll sell 30 more of them. And that Christmas, I sold 250 of them. You know, so, but because I was never willing to go for it, oh, it was crazy. It was like waiting for stock to come and then spending all night building these boxes. And, oh, it was just crazy. So I knew... I knew I couldn't go on like that, that kind of, you know, just manic working all night. Um, because then I thought, oh, that's the Christmas rush over. Sure, nobody might ever buy anything again. And then lockdown was announced at the start of January, like schools were closed. And the January 2021, it just kept going. It, it, the Christmas never, I had a little break over Christmas, but then it was like Christmas again. Just, you know, parents were at home, they were, they didn't know what to do with their children. They were driving them crazy. And there was a, at that stage, there was a lot of people recommending the Arty Fox, recommending our boxes. Um, so a lot of word of mouth at that stage, you know, um, I started to get, um, you know, a lot more followers on Facebook. Letter, I did a competition with Letter Kenny Babies. That just, you know, again, they really helped as well. Every time they put a post up on Facebook, 
you know, you get a lot of sales. Um, so it was great. So there was a lot of goodwill towards you, Finna? There was a lot of goodwill, yeah. Like, you know, I have great friends. Um, I know a lot of people through, you know, I've been involved in sport. I've been involved in, you know, play schools and toddler groups and breastfeeding groups and that kind of thing. And there was so much goodwill towards me. And I suppose it's that kind of, you need that at the start because for those first, like I did have sales down the country, but, you know, when I launched a box on Valentine's Day, it was all local people who bought it, you know, um, and your repeat customers at that stage were your friends, really, for that first while. You know, it has grown since, but, you know, plus, oh, yeah, it's just it's just been fantastic, you know. You've taken part in uh, some programs that the local enterprise office have rolled out. Fina, can you talk to me a wee bit about that? Um, yeah, so I you asked me about strategy earlier. That is not my... I'm more into talking to people and getting to know people. So I realised pretty quick that I need something to keep me focused um, or somebody to keep me focused. So um, I started seeing that there was an ambition programme um, being advertised by the local enterprise office and it eventually came up there in September so I applied for it and it was for female entrepreneurs so it was a pre-accelerator course so it's for people who want to grow their business globally um, and it's kind of how to begin that some people were just at an idea stage but some of us were tra- were actually trading um, and it was just fantastic it was 12 weeks there before Christmas and we met one day a week online and you just learned so much about business, you know, and um, it's run by a lady called Helen Fullen and she still is a business mentor for us. And it's like I had a meeting with her on Thursday and after every meeting, you're like, oh, my God, my business is fantastic. There's so much potential. And, you know, uh, you need people like that, you know, beside you and that are on your side and supporting you. What were the main takeaways from that course that you did? Uh, Knowing your customer, um, getting customer feedback before you launch a product, talking to customers. We had to do like 15 customer interviews, like potential customer interviews. Um, So I actually went down the business route for that because I had been selling directly to customers. So then it was, you know, are there other markets open to me? Um, So... Um, I did that and you know it showed you so much more like not more potential different potential that your business could have Um, so that's what it really showed me I you know for the past year I suppose I've been listening to my friends all telling me that my products are great and customers tell me my products are great but really now I need like people to tell me maybe that's not so great about that and um, you could do something better so So, constructive criticism Absolutely, yeah. And and it's about me also taking that. I'm not the best at taking it, you know. Because for, for a long time people were telling me, you know, I think you should do a unicorn box. I think you should do a football box. And I'd kind of go, yeah, grand, but like, I'm not doing that. But then, you know, when 20 people tell you you should do a unicorn box, maybe you should actually <laughs> do one. You know? Did you do one? No, not yet. <laughs> tell me, Finn, you've joined the uh, Donegal Women in Business Network recently. Uh, I'm sure you're going to look at that as uh, a good source of support. Yeah, absolutely. And they run networking events and things like that. And, you know, I love that. I love 
meet new people, chatting to people. I was asked to speak at one of their, like very briefly at one of their events there two weeks ago. But it was funny because it was about finance and um, giving your advice on finance things. And like, sure, I don't have a clue. So um, that was quite funny. But no, it's great. And yeah, I hope to definitely become more involved with them now in the future. You're a bilingual family and uh, you've taken an opportunity to add a little bit of Irish into your products. Could you maybe elaborate a wee bit about that aspect of the business? Um, yeah, so my husband is from Gidor and our children are brought up um, through Irish. Um, I don't speak it all the time. But um, when we launched those first products, I took the opportunity to, in the Christmas card box, um, there was a little sheet with you know, maybe how to write your cards in English and on the other side, how to write them in Irish. Um, and we had that this year as well. And my initial Get Crafty box, actually, um, you could get it same Busca Alina either. And that that was a really good seller, actually. Even, you know, in Dublin, there's a lot of Gale Skulls in Dublin, that kind of thing. So my my more recent products haven't had that much, but it is something that I think... You know, there's a lot, especially in young families, there's a lot of people very interested in Irish and um, a lot of parents wishing they knew more. Um, you know, their children are, are learning it in school and things like that. So it'd be something I definitely like to. Like, I think there's so many opportunities with I- having Irish. You know, like I, I wouldn't be fluent, but I can give a class to, to kids in Irish. And if I'm going to get, paid for it i'll definitely give it an irish you know i just i just got um message today from a youth club in gidor asking me would i come down do an art workshop absolutely you know and um i'll just get through it you know uh, is that a line that you you may pursue further and maybe a line that you hadn't thought of at the start of your of your business journey the irish the workshop end oh well the workshop end i've been doing since september but very, I I don't want to take a career break from teaching and then spend my new career doing workshops with kids. I, I really want to concentrate on my craft boxes. I think, you know, I have a good business there with that. But I must say I love the workshops. You know, it, it brings me that wee bit of the classroom, but you're doing art, so kids love it and it's, it's great. Um, but it's also good to kind of keep in with like what kids like, you know, what's new out there, you're buying supplies for the workshops, you know, what are kids really engaging with? Um, I'm also doing one day a week at the minute up in St. Bernadette's um, and that's fantastic too. I hadn't worked with children with special needs before, so that's given me a real insight into that too. You know, parents um, with children with additional needs, they really struggle with, you know, doing crafts with them, you know, different children with different sensory needs and stuff who love arts and crafts, you know, so maybe there could be something in that too. You know, I'm always thinking of the next, the next product and, and I want to help families. I'm not just, you know, trying to make a book all the time, but you know, I'd like to, I'd like to create something that actually helps people. Fina, your products involve drawing, making and exploring and obviously that stimulates the brain and it's a healthy alternative in comparison to Xboxes, PlayStation and gadgets. Absolutely. Like I have three girls there. Um, two of them are age six and nine. They want to be on a tablet pretty much all weekend. Um, they want to watch TV most of the time. But you know, if if I put out something on the table 
like a few sheets of paper, some crayons, a few other things, and just say, you know, turn that off for now and just let's do something here. You know, while they're doing that piece of art, they're using their hands, they're using their imagination, and they're talking to each other. You know, they don't, sometimes they do get into a zone and they're very focused on it, but generally they're talking to each other or they're talking to me as they're doing it, which is helping their language too. And I often find that a lot of the art activities, they make like a little puppet or something. It doesn't just stop there. They then might go into the playroom. They start playing with that. They take out their dolls and then their dolls play with the puppet. Next thing, there's a puppet show. Next thing, I'm sitting there listening to a puppet show, you know, where they're battering each other in the puppet show or something, you know. But, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be a standalone activity. It's, it can last much longer than that. And what, what sort of feedback have you got from parents? Um, the feedback has been great. Um, parents love... I think how simple it is that, you know, I don't want to create things that are creating a lot of hassle for parents um, that have a whole list of instructions that basically the parent ends up doing it. So, for, yeah, sorry. sorry, it's back to basics, Fina, basically, isn't it? Back to basics. I want the kids to create themselves. You know, I do give a, a few guidelines, you know, you could do this, but really it's up to them to create what they want. And, it's also, you know, I'm, what I'm trying to do is give them the opportunity to create. It's all about giving them the opportunity. And they don't always need their parent. We want them to be independent in their creativity. They can be supervised. But if a parent wants to go and have a cup of tea, generally their child is doing a worthwhile activity, using their imagination. And, you, and as a parent, you're not feeling guilty about it. Last Christmas, I, I know you teamed up with Dragon Terra Books. Uh, how did that collaboration come about? Um, well, Louise grew up, Louise Flanagan, who wrote the Dragon Terra books, she grew up down the road from me. And she had contacted me last year before they got published. And she was just kind of asking me, you know, how was I getting on with my Facebook and my Instagram and things like that. And a few little advice. Actually, most of the advice she was looking for was postage because as a new company, it is like the major obstacle. And um, so we kind of have always been keeping in touch. She would help me out, you know, maybe posting stuff and I would do the same. And then at Christmas, I was looking to create kind of bundles. So instead of people buying one box, they'd buy maybe one box plus a birthday box. And then I thought, why not buy one box plus a set of Dragon Terra books? And there we'll take a break. Business Matters in association with Letterkenny IT's Faculty of Business. Applications are now open for the highly regarded Masters in Leadership and Innovation in the Public Sector. Also a Masters in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection in Financial Services. And a Certificate in Online Dispute Management. Visit lyit.ie for more information. You're welcome back. Before the break... Fina spoke about the successful collaboration between the Artie Fox and Dragon Terra Books. So it was like two presents and one, I was sending them, so I got them here. Um, I was sending them from here and it was by far the most successful bundle that we got. I think that bit of kind of, you know, two Donegal companies coming together, you know, a lot of people down the country bought them as well. You know, maybe people from Donegal who are living down the country or something. And um, I think her books kind of go well because they're all about imagination as well. You know, why not 
read her books about the land of Dragon Terra and then create something from the craft box, you know, the characters or the props from the books as well. So, yeah, so that was that was a kind of unexpected collaboration, but it worked out really well. Were you part of the Bad Donegal campaign? No. Do you know, it's so hard to keep track of all these campaigns. And I was in the middle of the local enterprise um the local enterprise course, which was really intense coming up to Christmas. And then you see the Buy Donegal campaign and you think, oh, that, that would be great. I must sign up for that. But if you, like I spent my whole life saying I must do that. It's very hard when you're like a one person show to think of everything. How difficult is it Fina, to juggle family life, young children, self-employed, making sure things are away in time and keeping the house going? Very um, I need Paul here, <laughs> you know, last this time last year, you know, sometimes I go, how how did I get through that when I was so busy? But, you know, Paul wasn't coaching. The girls had no activities after school and um, they weren't at school. So I kind of had all day to do these things. So I was grabbing pieces of time here and there. Now it's much more difficult. Um, it's like when my one year old goes for a nap, it's like panic stations i have two hours to get all the stuff done and so it's very difficult but you know my parents help a lot they do a lot of the donkey work you know putting little things into bags and you just have to grab people wherever you can you know i have a friend that has really helped me as well more kind of on strategy she's fantastic just checking in with her keeping me focused again your time management that kind of thing but it is really hard you have a lot of late nights like um putting up facebook posts at 11 or scheduling them for the next morning at 11 o'clock at night email marketing you you just feel like it's just it's never ending it's like there's so much work to do whereas i thought teaching was busy (laughs) you know like this is on a whole other scale but it's so exciting you know it's so different you know um with teaching it's like you have your laugh out loud moments with the kids and you have great fun but you i didn't i think with this i get more of that real buzz you know when somebody like it's ridiculous somebody mentions you on instagram you're like yes she has ten thousand followers and she just mentioned me you know like so uh, as your step into business what you thought it was going to be Fina is it anything like you wanted it to be or is it completely different altogether it's completely different um i grew up uh, with a sh- in a shop so my dad had a shop he met all his customers he knew all well he they knew him he may not know all their names but he you know it's so different. Like my brother has that shop now and it's just so different. Like I would know some of my customers really well and I've never met them, you know, and half the time I don't know what's going on online. You know, you kind of, you don't know where people seeing your stuff at all. Um, it's so all consuming as well. Like it's, it's all you think about, you know, in the morning, during the day. So it's it's very it's probably not what I thought. I kind of thought I'd I'd have this lovely business and you know it'd be lovely to put together a few craft boxes here and there. 
But I'm now realizing that that isn't satisfactory for our life. Either I grow the business or the business goes. You know, I can't keep going as I am. And what's your gut telling you at the minute to where you're going to go? At the minute, I think there's real potential. But I, I have to invest in it. I have to invest in it financially, which is scary. You know, when you have one wage coming in, I have to invest in it, um, well, with my own time, but maybe getting somebody else in. I really think that's where I'm at the stage. And if, if I don't do those things, it's going to stay as it is. And staying as it is, you know, isn't for me, it's not what I want. I would love it to grow and, and really grow is what I would love, you know. I'd love to get in people that can do the things I can't do. I can do this. I can talk. I can go and, and sell, you know, and I can, I don't mind selling myself. I don't mind selling my products and kind of what we're about. But I'm not an expert on financial matters. I'm not an expert on marketing. So I would love if I could, if I could get people in that would help me on those kind of things, you know, and that, and that would really grow it. We're upstairs in your workshop, Fina. Can you give me maybe a typical week or a typical day in your life at the minute? <laughs> well, I get up, we get the kids to school, first of all. Um, my one-year-old goes to a childminder two or three days a week um, so that I can get stuff done. Um, then I might do a bit of my social media. Um, so if she's away, I would do some of my social media, get some emails um, sent. And then I would prepare things like so you know for in my boxes there's a lot of like um paper pattern paper then there's also little bags that have things in them like beads and pom-poms and stuff like that so you'd be preparing them and you try to prepare a lot of them at the one time and um, you're checking out how many people have looked at the website today you know so and then like this week uh we were we had a valentine's box so you know spent all day monday and tuesday packing those sending them off um tony my postman is fantastic he usually picks things up but if they're not ready by one o'clock i have to run to letter can to the post office so i spend a lot of time in and out the road um so that's what that's what i'd be at but you know i could probably spend all day doing admin if i wanted like sending emails following up on emails um you know, sorting out my social media, it it takes so much time, you know, and making little videos, all that kind of thing. Tell me, Fina, if you had followed your childhood dream job, what would you be doing now? Well, I always wanted to be a teacher, really. I did, I did um, used to want to be a play school teacher, um, but I wanted to go to college. I knew I wanted to go to college. So at that time, you couldn't go to college to be a play school teacher. You just kind of became one. So I did primary teaching instead. And I don't regret that. It's a great job. So it is. But I suppose I'm nearly more, you know, like today, I did a, an art workshop in a toddler group in Letterkenny. And that's more towards the play school, you know, which is funny. And some of my products too are more for younger kids as well. So... Um, I, I taught junior infants and senior infants. That's like that's my age group. I like I like them that age kids. You know, you're 17 months into being the owner of your own business, Fina. What's the best lesson you've learned in that time? Um, probably 
probably to talk to your customers to make sure that you're making them what they want. I did have a Christmas. I had two boxes that I, um, two boxes that I had launched at Christmas, and one didn't go at all, and I was so shocked. But you know, that was just in my head that I thought everybody wanted that box. You know, um, and obviously people didn't. You know, and if I had done a bit of proper market research, proper customer discovery, I probably would have found that out, uh, and not the hard way. Um, the other thing. I've realized as well is that, you know, I need to have a stock of things built up. There's no point in me getting an order, then going packing it and then sending it. You know, if I have 10 of them made beforehand or if I have a hundred of them made beforehand, it's up to me then to sell them. You know what, you know, before now, there's no wild incentive. If you don't have them sitting in your workshop looking at you, there's no wild incentive to actually go and push them. Is there a person in business that you admire most, Fina? Uh, probably my dad. <laughs> um, he's great. Like I always looked up to him um, when I was growing up. He was. I worked in the shop from when I was twelve, probably till I was about thirty. I used to still do summers there, even when I was teaching and stuff. And um, he was always just so nice to his staff. Like I'd say, nobody ever said a bad word about. Daddy, I'm sure Greta gave out about him sometimes, but like, you know, he was so good to his staff, so nice to customers, um, and he just ran a good business that was really like our whole family was in that business, and I, I would love that to be this as well, you know, that it's not just me, but, but that it's, it's our family business, you know, it's so lovely growing up in a family business. Did you enjoy your time at County Seat? Oh, I loved it. I actually loved County Seat, like working there. Now, a lot of my friends worked there at the same time. We had the best crack selling school uniforms and I loved it. But, you know, I also loved the school holidays. I loved finishing at three o'clock. I loved work. Like I, I loved teaching. Um, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be for me to be nine to six in the shop. I just, you know, no, not for me. Fina, your products have featured on the Lit Lit Toy Show and have always been reviewed in the Irish Times. Could you tell our listeners uh, a bit about that? Yeah, so last June I had this um, staycation box, which was really, I knew it was good. I knew everybody was going on staycations, had this idea. And um, so it was a box where if you were going on a holiday in Ireland, really, that the children would take with them. And it it was more family orientated than my other craft boxes. And it had, you know, a little workbook, you know, where they could fill out what they were doing every day. It had some whiteboards and whiteboard markers and it had playing cards and conversation cards. It was kind of a thing that the whole family could get involved with. Um, so I decided that I was going to pitch it to some newspapers but I, d- I didn't know where to start. So a friend of mine worked um, works in RTE and she said, oh, the lady, the editor of the Irish Times magazine, anytime I've emailed her, she's always gotten back to me. So that was a start. So I just emailed her a picture of it and emailed her, you know, I've got this. The, the hotels were reopening. I knew I had to hit it the right week. The hotels were reopening, start of June. And I emailed her and just said, have this product. Um, you know, I'd love it. 
it got a mention. And she just got back straight away. Yeah, love it. Send me on some pictures. We'll put it in the magazine. So then I was like, okay. So they put it in the magazine, the Irish Times magazine on the Saturday, on like the 19th of June. And it was on the second page and it had this big sign, we love, and then the staycation box picture. And then all this information about it. Because when I woke up on that Saturday morning, it was like, half eight and I maybe had sold 20 of them and like that doesn't happen so then I was like it must be it. they couldn't give me a guarantee it was going to be there so um I went and bought the magazine it was all in there and like that was wild I got a lot of sales from that weekend and it was so funny I'd say 90% of them were from South Dublin how did it feel when you opened the magazine and you saw your product on the page oh it was just the best feeling it was, it was a picture of my daughter as well, holding it. Now, you couldn't actually see her face, but I knew it was her. And um, it was just unreal. It was also coupled with all the, all the sales that were coming in. It was, it was like the craziest day. And um, just having it there, there was people like texting my parents saying congratulations to Fina because they actually mentioned my name on the wee article. It was lovely. It was like... The journalist who wrote it, Gemma Collins, it was like, she wrote so well about it and it was just beautiful. And then in um, November, I emailed her again because then I had an email address. So I emailed her again and I said, you know, got something for Christmas. And she just said, yeah, I'll throw it in again. So again, they put it in again, the Christmas product. So it's just fantastic. And the little show as well. Well, the Late Late Show then was a different thing. So funny, when when I did the Start Your Own Business course in the first few weeks of setting up the business, um, the guy Thomas Cullen said to me, you know, I think your product will be on the Late Late Toy Show next year. And I was like, yeah, right. You know, but then I just, um, a few weeks before the Late Late Toy Show, um, now I did get a contact to contact or a name. So all I needed was a name. And I, and I will not disclose that name. And I, um, they, they call, uh, I emailed her. She called me one Thursday evening, like two weeks before the show. And she's like, could you send us down to your boxes? They look great. It's exactly what we want. So that was fine. So then I started panicking. Like, this could be on the Late Late Toy Show. And then, you know, one, Ryan could show it and show everything in it and go, wow, isn't this amazing? And I could get a thousand orders and I can't do that. Or he could throw it on the ground and everything could fall out of it. And then people would go, that's a waste of money. Or, you know, I really was a bit panicking. So I was trying to contact my contact to ask her, you know, could you let me know few days beforehand just if it's definitely and she was she said we'll try but I never heard from her so it was actually a shock for me on the night of the late late toy show I didn't I had no idea it was going to be on wasn't prepared for it and it was again it was so exciting now it was at the very end of the show so we were all kind of you know there and and then they said now we have a 12 year old girl and I knew they had it earmarked for a 12 year old girl so then when it was now it wasn't like he he didn't open it and talk about it but Ryan Tuberty literally leant on it he was leaning on it for the whole time so he could actually see it the whole way through the segment which for me was brilliant like I can use that as seen on the Late Late Toy Show I'll be using that forever you know hopefully next year 
I'll get something that a child actually, they show it, you know, they talk about it. That would be, that would be amazing. And finally, Fina, what lies ahead for yourself and your business? Well, um, well, I'm happy to keep going now as, as I am. I have another few products um, for this year. So our boxes, you know, it's a craft box for kids. So usually in the box, they have kind of everything they need, maybe for a season, like if it's spring or it's Christmas or Halloween, they have everything they need to make a few crafts or maybe it might just be one craft. Um, so we have a spring box coming out um, now in the next month. And then we're going to, I think we're going to still have our staycation box, but maybe change it up more people going on holidays and stuff. So try a kind of a holiday box. Um, and really, I'm trying to increase my repeat customers. I have a good repeat customer um, base, but I'm trying to increase that. We're going down a subscription model route. So if you buy a spring box, you can also buy that plus a birthday one plus something else. So I'm kind of working on all that. And I'd also love to have different ways to market. Like, you know, corporate companies are also really valuing at the minute their employees' well-being and stuff. So things like family events, online events, but more maybe in-person events now too. You know, maybe a little craft workshop for companies. I'd love to team up with a charity. That would be amazing to do something. So I have loads of ideas. It's getting them all, <laughs> you know. It's it's getting yourself out there, chatting to people, um, maybe somebody seeing you or hearing of you. Um, you know, like sometimes I do get emails or phone calls and I don't know how the person has heard of me and they might ask me to do something. So that's what I'm hoping is in the future. You know, I could get a lucky break. Well, the late late show's a lucky break, but, you know, could get another lucky break, <laughs> you know. So we'll see. Fina McBride, founder of The Early Fox, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today on Business Matters. Well, that's our lot for this edition of Business Matters. Thanks to my guest, Fina McBride. Thanks to Kenneth Wilson on sound. And thanks to you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with the programme, drop an email to businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters in association with Letterkenny IT's Faculty of Business. Applications are now open for the highly regarded Masters in Leadership and Innovation in the public sector. Also a Masters in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection in Financial Services. And a Certificate in Online Dispute Management. Visit lyit.ie for more information.